just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. show with the kings of pro wrestling podcast i am justin i'm here with meals and we're all shaken up man aren't we i mean yeah i'm as shook up as i probably could be at this point like I, I'm, <laughs> you know what i feel like i could have been shaken up a little bit more but for the amount i was shaken up i think i'm fine with it <laughs> but you know it's, there's, a, there's a lot of things going on there's a lot of things going on in the in the wwe right now that i'm very you know, I'm I'm excited for fresh freshness that's in the air. Yeah, I'm excited for. Yeah, we're we're gonna get all the way into that. Uh, we are finally out of the mania hangover, if you will. So we're actually have to like they actually have to start writing stuff now. Like like these shows will probably. Do they? I feel like the last two weeks have they've just been like let's. It's honeymoon. It's the honeymoon period. Let's uh let's let the 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 energy dictate how we everything kind of goes. They're not they haven't been dictating like there hasn't been any sort of story or anything like that. Like the stories have just been right. The biggest story is everything that's happening outside of the ring. Absolutely, and uh, we're gonna get into that right now. Let's go straight into uh, no holds barred for the week. Uh, we got a huge story. I, th- I think this is probably going to book in a lot of the show as well as the shakeup. Um, Sasha Banks. I-, I think last week we kind of, we t- we touched on it last week while we were talking with Cyrus, shout out to Cyrus who was on the show last week. We touched on this incident with Sasha Banks at this point. The- it was still new meals. It-, it was, it hadn't been, it hadn't gestated enough, but now people are starting to get a little worried. Sasha Banks has not been on TV for the past, what, two and a half weeks at this point? Since Mania. Literally since WrestleMania. Since since WrestleMania. And uh, there's been no report on if, if she is coming back. There have been a lot of reports saying, you know, there, there's been one, there's been a lot of reports. Let's just talk about that. <laughs> she was supposed to be on Wendy Williams' show and then yeah. said it was a family thing. And then now we're hearing a whole bunch of other different stuff from Dirty. No, I don't think anything has been been really confirmed. confirmed by like word of mouth of like what's exactly going on but I, I think everyone can sort of i mean there's truth to everything that we i feel like there's truth maybe not to everything that we've heard maybe not to the you know as long as everyone's you know standing vertically i think we can bank on that being the truth but i think you know listen man shout out to so-called uh journalists man once again once again, these journalists. Do you think? Do you, all right. So, do you think he's actually lying about that? He's um, because he, you know, he went on his own show, and he was pretty passionate. I saw a little clip of it, but he was pretty passionate about like, listen, I don't just report things just to like report things. I've I've done. He's like got it from four different sources. He's <laughs> talked to a whole bunch of different people. He's Cap. checked after all that other stuff. Cap. 
uh, we're talking it's, about so maybe his sources are janky. I mean, that's that could easily be a, a result to all of this is that his sources are just not good, not full reputable dis- sources. Full disclosure here. Full disclosure here. I know someone who is closer to that source, those four sources, than than, than he is. Okay. Right. So as soon as that even came out, me and this person were laughing about it because I I had heard about what was going on. I'm not I'm not privy to everything, but it was from this person's actual friend that this was not true. Mm. So you know all of this shit about they're laying on the ground having tantrums and all that shit. That's cap. That's just it's irresponsible. Honestly, and I, and I think uh, once again it goes back to a to a conversation we had about wrestling journalism always being based on rumors and sources, right? Re- you know, regular journalism doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? So I've I've actually haven't been having this discussion in my head because it, it brought me back to the old Sam Roberts argument where he was like, "Yo, there's no such thing as wrestling journalism." There isn't, and. Yeah, it's kind of looking. You know what? I, I definitely took offense to that. Mm-hmm. Because I do think there's a way that you could do wrestling journalism, but I do feel like the fact that wrestling is such a business where it's like most things are still behind closed doors. I mean, we've reached this era of like where kayfabe doesn't exist in the way that it did maybe 20 years ago, but there's still like a layer of like, does this happen or did this happen? And that's really kind of reported. That's really because of how the news cycle is regarding rumors and dirt sheets and all this other stuff. You don't really get the, we can't go to, it's not like the NBA where, you know, there's a press every night and someone can just, you know, someone could just go up to Kevin Durant. Like, are you going to New York? Mm -hmm. And he could say like, we don't have that sort of privilege. We don't have, you know, the ability to, I mean, WWE could, offer that ability but are the, likely they aren't no. um for you know to save their own kind of company's ass but um you don't have that privilege and i think that's kind of where things get muddied along the way but it's also yeah it's a lot of it is due to irresponsible journalism a lot of it is due to sort of taking advantage for taking advantage of people's minds for clicks and and all the slice yeah. wrestling accounts and all this yeah. other shit and i would never go on on record on camera and say those things that you said he said I, no, oh, yeah. no journalist would ever say that. Like th- at this point, you're 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 a chatty patty at this point, and I think it says a lot. Just to get just to circle it back around to Sasha, that she's literally gone back and she's tweeted things that are kind of in opposition to that, like tweeting the iconics, you know, and 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 tweeting just being in Mexico and being being fine, you know, stuff like that. Was like, listen, what he's saying is complete cat, you know, and, and it's like this is coming from the source. I know people close to the situation and, and it's just completely crazy. Like I, I think can I, that- can I, can I say something just in general about those tweets, just a little butter in about those tweets. Yeah, yeah, I feel like just in general, if you're going to confirm or deny it, not like you have to confirm if you're not going to confirm it, then don't confirm it. Just leave it all in the open. But right. the little like sub tweets, like little like Lion King videos and all this other stuff <laughs> that that's being thrown on social media. I'm like, yo, you're really just kind of playing games with your fans. And this right. is really a lot of this is to their entertainment as well, because they do see these news and I'm sure they scoff and they laugh about it because they like it's so funny. And they're like, let's see how we can spin this a little and let's see who's going to interpret what. 
if it, to be honest with you, if it's something that's sort of serious and you feel like you need to address with the fans and address with the fans. And if you feel like you don't, don't and address it when sort of the time comes and sort of reputable fashion, but don't tweet. To me, don't tweet. Don't like no two word tweets, no video tweets. None of that. Like to me, it's all like you're doing more to incite all these sort of issues that are, yeah, the speculation, the stand accounts, all these type of things that are like, I, I, I mean, I, I hate it. I mean, I've seen, you know, I mean, following AEW was like, what the f- like. Th- and honestly, to keep it 100, you probably feel the same way. I don't like the situation at all. I don't like what the fans are doing. I don't like what journalism journalists are doing. And more importantly, I don't like really what Sashi's doing in the situation either. I don't like it. I, I don't like it from the standpoint of like, I really think Justin. So here's the thing. In terms of Sasha's entire situation and her being unhappy with her position in WWE and, you know, attempting to request her release, which is, you know, all speculation at this point. Um, thus far, we've heard that... Um, Vince McMahon has said, like, listen, take a couple weeks. Let's think about it. Let's see where we go. This is all just from news that I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I completely get the situation. I think yeah. it's, I think from her, from a standpoint, I think everyone can relate from a situation where you feel like you're working hard. You feel like you're being, you're, you're being told if you work hard and grab that brass ring, you'll be able to get what you want. And then from a situation, it's like, oh, well, you know, like you, you, it's not, that's not really the way because you see where the direction is going for the next 12 to eight months, 12 to 18 months. We got this going because we got to set up for mania next year. And it's kind of like, well, then where do the hardworking people fit in? Mm-hmm. Where do those who actually bust their ass and you, 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 and you know, as many wrestlers have said in the past, you flaunt them that brass ring that doesn't truly exist because at the end of the day, you kind of d- dictate where things go, what situations happen, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's I, I, I understand. No, I understand. I, but then also if it is like, also, it's like the company you're a part of. You know what I'm saying? She like, knew what it was. You knew what it was in a sense. I remember I went to, me and Jamal went to Access. Um, and I'm there and I'm staring at like a 13-foot Braun Strowman wearing random WWE shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're Photoshopping them. And, I, and at a point I like froze. I was like, yo, they're really like, they're kind of like, they're, not that they're property, but it's like their likeness and mm-hmm. everything. And they kind you kind of surrender that entire deal when you sign that dotted line. Right. And, and I, you're at the mercy of kind of like what they decide to do with your character, how they decide to build your character, all this other stuff. So it's kind of like you know what you're getting into when you sign. Um, as much as the the dreams of like becoming the next leader, the next Trish, and revolutionizing women's wrestling is there, it's also a major business, and they're doing what's best for them. And at the end of the day, if you they're doing what's best for them, Sasha Banks decided I got to do what's best for me. Yeah, and if that's the case, and that's what she wants to do, then yeah, it's time for her to to, to move on. Because again, I understand absolutely what you're saying. On the other end, it's like it's very hard to feel like you're the QB when there are other, you know, there are other players, so to speak, that are doing like way more or way better. It's like no one liked Charlotte being in the main event, you know, but right. she she certainly earned her keep there. 
And oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, listen, she yes. was a consummate. She was a consummate professional throughout that whole thing. And it's like, I, I think a lot of people don't like to give her credit because, you know, for, for whatever reason, because she had to play with the cards. Like, that's a perfect example of, of really on the other end of what Sasha has to do. Like, you think Charlotte, for all, for all intents and purposes, was like, yeah, I got to take this belt off Asuka this week. Hell no. Because she, she, knows, she knows what comes with that. Right. But she and has I, to do it. And I think Charlotte is also, as much as, you know, she's being, like, groomed and et cetera and all this other stuff that we kind of, you know, that, that's just how it kind of is perceived. At the end of the day, she wants what's best for the women's division entirely. And I, I've, I feel like I've heard it from her mouth, and I feel like it's a little bit genuine as well, that she overall wants the best. Look at how many times she lost since, all, since what, September of 2018. Right. Like and, now, just now on SmackDown, she's just now getting TV wins again. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's humbling in those sort of situations like last fall when it's like, you know, that whole Becky wave is going and being able to say like, OK, I'm taking a step back mm-hmm. and being able to like give her that limelight, give her that shine. It's like, listen, this is Becky's moment. I'm, you know, I'm Charlotte. I'm going to have my moment eventually. Um, but right now it's Becky's moment. And I think that's what a lot of, I mean, as the, as the women's roster continues to grow, it's not the same how it was 15 years ago when there was like roughly like 10 women on the roster. Right. And it was like, okay, you're going to get your turn. You're going to get your turn. And everyone pretty much got their turn. Now there's triple quadruple them out. Um, just on SmackDown itself, we just saw the shakeup has introduced a whole new landscape and it's like, okay, they're all good. Mm-hmm. They all deserve a title match or even a title run, but who's going to actually get it? So now it becomes now you make the tag team titles. You give more people opportunities to first shine and a lot more people opportunities to wrestle different ways and things like that. Um, but the the it's it's just getting way more bottleneck. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a huge bottleneck. Not, absolutely, and I think that like someone said this on Twitter, but it's like, not a bad thing. I don't. No. Think it's bad. No, and we saw that from the shakeup. I mean, look at SmackDown's women division right now. But it's like there are certain people. Someone said on Twitter, like there are certain people that are meant to be at that level, and there are certain people that are meant to groom people to get to that level. Right. And whether Sasha doesn't not, want to be that person, exactly. Sasha doesn't want to be that person. But I think in the long run, being that person gets you that recognition that you wanted. If that makes sense. Right. It gets you that love and that legendary status that you wanted because you were able to. Not even just take the back seat, but put the the efforts of many above your own. And I, I think that that's way more. And, and I think, I mean, Charlotte's as much, and this is, people are going to kill me for this, but it's like, that's an example of, of, of that was Charlotte literally giving her whole 2018 and 2019 to Becky Lynch to get her over. Right. Like that, that was a, that, that's a huge, like no one can say that that's not the case. And I mean, look at what Roman did uh, for, uh, no, not even Roman. Look at what Cena did for Punk back in the day. I know it's not right. the same thing as the women, but it's like Cena went under, like went winless against Punk for a whole year. It's um, it, it's it's really just the nature of the business in a sense. But then right. there's also I feel like a lot of that's instilled in Sasha is the nature of the business that it's a little bit cutthroat. Um, Especially when you go to the top and she probably, I mean, you you hear all the stories of how it was back in the day. Now, I don't think it's the same as it is now. It's way less. There isn't much more of a sprint to the top just because I think just the general nature of how people are and a lot of things have changed since 2000. It used to be cutthroat division between Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, 
Undertaker, Mankind. And it was like, yo, whoever reaches the top grabs. Good I luck. Mean, good luck, right? <laughs> Jericho. Jericho Jer- is an example. Right. Reaches the top. And I think she still has that kind of instilled in her. But, you know, it's a, I respect Sasha because there's a little bit also of um, understanding your worth. And I think Vince McMahon, I mean, from the reports, I think he understands her worth as well. And I think, I mean, we've all under, we talked about it last week. Like who gets to do the Wendy Williams show or the BET awards, a lot of different other things. Like no one else really, but Sasha, you don't see Ember Moon at these type of things. You damn sure don't see Ember Moon at these things. Um, (laughs) You don't see, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you don't see, you know, you don't see Nikki Cross doing these things. You don't see like, you're not not even Becky Lynch to an extent. I mean, Becky Lynch does some cool stuff from here and there, but not to the extent of Sasha Banks. I yeah, mean, I, I, and I can't say that like even if her booking on TV is not the greatest, and I, I'm not, I'm never going to say that it is. I feel like they they wasted their 2018 with a lot of that shit. But she she's for, for not not for nothing. She's very featured on everything that they do. Right. Um, Dana Brooke ain't getting them looks. All right. No, I mean not yet. But yes. Um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But do you, think, do you think she'll be back, Mills? Do you think she's going to be back in the thirty days? Thirty days, yeah. You know, if I were her, I, I was thinking of what I would do if I were her because you're in a kind of situation where, other than stop tweeting, that one hundred percent. Um, you're kind of in a situation where you kind of have leverage in terms of where what you can kind of do now because. There is a there's a situation. There's not many times we've seen people request a release, even this week, yeah. and WWE is just like, I. Um, <laughs> so, but like, we don't get these many situations where they're like, we want you. Let's see what we can do about it. So here's the thing. This this makes her when she returns, she's umpteen times more popular. Yeah. She's whoa, she's whoa, kind I, of, I don't know. No, no, no. I I feel like. I feel like so here's the thing. I feel like she is basically just because she's been off of TV. Even if you build up to the sense of like, damn, who's gonna come back and beat so and so? You get Sasha Banks come out and she's getting that pop to me, in my opinion, because I do feel like genuinely people do feel like she deserves to be in a higher place than she is now. Mm-hmm. Um it makes her ascent a little bit different with the sort of real life, like I'm really trying to get there type of deal. But you know, I don't want them to mortgage their whole women's division to make her happy. This especially, is true, this- especially if there's stuff that's going that they they want to go. Like I don't like I I don't think like she shouldn't be coming on Raw in the next week and beating Becky clean and then right. being a champion for for eight months just because so she can have a quote unquote real reign. Right, because I to be honest with you, there's a lot of conversation, especially with Becky you know, and and Sasha Banks, and it's like I really love wrestling. I'm not in this for the money. I'm not in this for the thing. And then to me, I see that, and I'm like, all right, then go. <laughs> if you <laughs> like, to be honest with you, like if you're not in it for any of this type of deal, like you could legitimately like you're not thinking about this. You're like, I'm leaving. If you're right. in for professional wrestling, for the wrestling. WWE is a lot of entertainment and a lot of business and a lot of different variables that affect kind of like how business goes. There's shareholders, there's TV, there's, you know, advertisements. There's a lot of different things that kind of affect the way they run their business and who's going to be on top and who's going to do all these other type of things. Um, If you don't want that sort of impeding it, then I would go. Now the situation is, and I was asked about this by Emilio Sparks, shout out to Emilio Sparks, like 
and maybe not as directly, but it's like, what do you do if you leave the WWE? Mm. Do you go to AEW? Not a lot. You you think Sasha, Sasha wants Brandy Rose to be her boss? I. <laughs> I do you go I to AEW? is the only viable thing. There's also Impact Wrestling. If you want to be viewed by four thousand people a week, um, there is also you know the independence. But to be honest, she ain't getting paid. It's yeah, it's weird because the independents have not reached up to the level that WWE is in sort of highlighting the women. ROH yeah, doesn't like, have like, a major women's scene. She's not going to get paid like she, like in order to pay Sasha Banks to like stardom, they're going to have to fire a lot of people at stardom. Right. Like look at um Emma for instance, Tennille, who left the WWE and by all means should have flourished because she's a great wrestler. She's a great, you know, person like that. But it's kind of like all right, so now what? Right. And you you kind of, a lot of these women who are cool don't end up on the radar until they hit WWE at some point. And I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about even those from Impact. Um, just everybody, unless you're on the WWE radar. I think the, only, I think the last couple were like, someone from Stardom, maybe Tessa Blanchard, oh, obviously still. She's Tessa still, Blanchard touched the WWE though. Like she touched the WWE and she got those eyes on her. And yes, she's amazing. And but a lot of it was, I mean, a lot of, a lot more eyes came on her because she was in the May Young Classic, because she's been featured on NXT and a lot of different other things. Even, you know, I think even I think probably the only one who has I mean, Sue Young was in WWE, yeah. but she didn't have any notable like she was in at the wrong period. But I mean, she's done for a, a lot of girls on impact. Um are doing well, but none of them are like, they don't get on the rate. There's no like flourishing women's independence. There's well, no like ground well, to me, to me, there's Shimmer, no ground slow of a conversation. I think Shimmer and Stardom do garner conversation, but it's, I will agree that it's very niche. Yeah. It's very but, like, you have to, you have to be the most niche kind of, Die hard sort of wrestling, and that's no knock on Shimmer or Stardom itself, but it's sense of they're, they're very niche. Like it's not, you don't hear similar how we're talking about five star matches from Kenny Bucks and and, and and all these other people. We're not talking about those matches from the women on the independent scene. Who, so, so if she doesn't, if she does leave, I I could honestly, but she's such like she's such a big fan of wrestling. I can't see her not. I can't see her doing anything else but this. But I also can't see her settling to work for AEW or ROH. Like I, I do think she will be back. I do think that, and I think I think the conversation, and we'll have this conversation on the show too. I think the conversation and the narrative is going to change greatly if she wins that belt. And I and I think that a lot of people should hold what she did to like some type of she, they should hold her, her accountable for whatever it is. I, th- I think if she comes back and she's automatically like put there with like no build or whatsoever, I, th- I think that there's definitely should be a conversation about that. Cause it, it's I, almost like, it, it's like, come on now. I agree. I think the, the conversation that we've had was if you're in WWE and you're there long enough, I think everyone gets their time. Yeah. It's whether you're patient or not that kind of determines if you're willing to do it or not. Now, it's even, you talk about 11 years for Kofi, all these other different type of things. Now, there are some people who, if your goal is to be WWE champion and you're maybe like a 
uh, a Tyler Breeze-esque or Fandango-esque. You know it's what a, it is. <laughs> it, well, it's a much higher steep to climb and likely isn't going to happen. <laughs> but, um, like, it's damn near but just sa- vertical. But Sasha, Sasha, it's a matter of when, not if. Yes, you know? like, for it's, Sasha, it's, it's a little bit different. Yeah, this would be like in the in the attitude era if Lita decided that Trish was getting too much chances and she was just like, "Yo, I'm out." Mm-hmm. And like, because Lita was not champion nearly as long as Trish or as many times as Trish, she was also someone who, from time to time, would become injured. She had knee injuries and neck injuries and a lot of different things that are sort of nagging. And she just she was overall beyond it all. Still, one of the most popular acts in WWE the most right. notable acts in WWE. And I find, and I give that parallel to Sasha because I think Sasha is still one of the most popular, one of the most notable, one of the most recognizable women in the WWE currently. I think she just should, should stay and write it out. But yeah, there's definitely conversation to be had of like, we get to SummerSlam and, you know, it's just like, okay, well, this is what we were doing all along or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I want to talk about Bailey, but we'll get to Bailey when we talk about uh, the shakeup. Yes. Um, but speaking of releases, uh, Luke Harper did ask for his release this week. Um, he he left a very lengthy uh, notepad. <laughs> it's always the notepad. It's always the notepad. I mean, I feel like I should just definitely make an app. Yeah. Just uh, you know, just, it should be it should be called I fucked up or like, <laughs> and just you know you push to send or push to share and it's a lot of different things. You just note it out. It comes out as a great piece you know you can yeah. format it all this other stuff i'm giving away too money on this app, oh, yeah, don't, yes. don't, don't 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 reveal that shit because apple will definitely take that shit um but, but Luke harper uh said you know he feels he's been there six years he feels as though he can take his talents elsewhere and and do uh, great things um uh i i believe that dave Meltzer said on the observer this week that he did it publicly because he believes that people who do uh request their release like uh ty dellinger did um and do it publicly they will they're more likely to get their release instead of people who just kind of do it in private and uh it, it seems as though that they that has happened for luke or will happen within the next couple of days for luke harper um i mean i just think looking back I mean, absolutely. I, I have to agree with everybody. Like, I, I do feel like WWE dropped the ball completely with a Luke Harper. I think that there are so many opportunities where he could have broken away from the, the Wyatt family and been his own thing. Um, because just just as a big guy, he he was always the most, to me, dynamic and, and excellent member of the Wyatt family. I think he made their aesthetic a lot of times. You know, and, you know, you know go ahead yeah, and go finish on. it up. And I, I mean, I just look at things like the, I, I don't know if you saw the, the, the Dijakovic match. Uh, oh, yeah, or, yeah, I did. did. What? The Mishinoku driver off the apron? Yes, Yeah. And, and, you know, stuff like that. It's like, you know, how, how are they misusing him? And I watched that match and I'm like, okay, he's going to get back on SmackDown and someone's going to leave and he's going to be that for them. But then it's like, you know, this happens and I look at it and I'm like, that, that fucking, it, it really sucks that, that he's out. But once again, like you said, we said earlier with Sasha, there's a bottleneck there. And Luke always had to face that bottleneck because even if he wasn't in the Wyatts, there was still a Braun Strowman. There were still, you know, so many other, you know, guys that kind of filled that spot, even if they weren't as good as he was, they, they, they were there. And I just feel like they could have done something with Luke Harper. I, I think this is a huge, huge loss for them, but it will be a huge gain for anybody that he signs with after this. I feel like WWE has an archetype of, of archetype of what a big man is. And it is, the Lars Sullivan-esque, the Braun Strowman-esque, the, you know, whoever giant and bull they have in NXT. 
Um, <laughs> with but, a beard. Yeah, with a beard. I mean, Luke damn near bald. I think he could have he could have wrote it out. Just shit. So, shit. Well, so here's the thing, though. Like, I you know I said on Twitter that Luke Harper was a unicorn. I may have probably overstated that because I don't feel like he has everything, but he's done a lot in yeah. the time that he was here. This is a man who has gone through injuries and bounced back. This is a man who's lost a tremendous amount of weight. And, you know, for this position and, and and put himself in a greater position and has been patient for a long time. And this wasn't the first time he sort of noted things to the WWE Universe. Even before Mania, people were questioning, like, yo, why is he on access? Like, why is he in thing? And he wrote a note then. He was like, listen, I'm proud to face, you know, Dijovic or I forgot his name. Dijakovic. Dijakovic. I'm proud to face him. I know this is where I will have to sort of redeem myself and it's one step at a time. And, and I'm just going to start doing the best that I can. And probably somewhere b- between them and there, there is just like, you know what? Um, I could probably, you probably saw the Sasha situation to be honest. Yeah. And probably was just like, listen, I could probably do better somewhere else. And to be honest, he can, the man is one of a kind. The man is probably the most dynamic and, you know, athletic wise and entering wise big man that we've had in WWE and yeah, ever. I, I, I really, since, I, since probably bam, bam, Bigelow, to be honest with you, like what, to, to, to your point, I saw a lot of him and Dijak in that match. Like I, I saw a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I think that Jakovic is, is, He's Luke Harper, but completely fits that archetype that we were just talking about, you know? Right. Yeah. And, I mean, but it, it, even still, I feel like, you know, if he's had his various runs of that, but I do feel like generally, who would have thought that Eric Rowan would have lasted longer than Luke Harper? I think that's a... Daniel Bryan, the power of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> like, imagine if it had been Luke Harper in that role. Imagine if it had been Luke Harper in that role. I mean, right. it, it, to be honest, it could have. I feel like they they just said, you know what? This thing isn't working out. Let's split it up. Let's see what we can do. But it's like, let's let Bray play with puppets. Let, yeah. Let's put Luke Harper. I mean, it's such a, it's such a, to me, kind of how they are like, okay, Sasha, let's see, let's wait thirty days or with Dean. You know, come on, you sure you don't want to sign back? Yeah. Something like that. It should at least have been an option of just like he probably was given the option of like, listen, we have nothing for you on the main roster. If you would like to go back to NXT. That's certainly a possibility. Uh, and this is all speculation. This is just what's in my head. And he was yeah. probably like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm, I'm not going to do that. Because, I mean, we've heard rumors of also, I mean, just in the shakeup itself, Sanity. And um, I believe it was Alexander Wolf, yes. who there's been rumors of essentially um, that he's gone from WWE television and he's going to be sent back to NXT. Um, now, I think... We're thinking of the wrong NXT, and it's probably NXT UK, mm-hmm. um, because I could just see a much better. He's from over there, he, you know. He's German. He can sort of bring that sort of aesthetic, all this other different type of things. I think we see that, but even still, it's kind of disheartening in a sense of just like I reached there and barely got his foot in, and now he's bounced back. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know what? Luke Harper's really going to do be- well anywhere else. Yeah, and anywhere. I, I think Any, literally anywhere. You haven't heard a single bad thing about him. Um, everyone seems to love him. I think anyone would be would be ecstatic to have Luke Harper. Um, there is also more people 
on the on the shelf that haven't shown up on WWE television since these these past two weeks, man. It's been quite the past two weeks for WWE. But uh, Sheamus and Daniel Bryan are both out with injury. Sheamus, uh, not quite sure what his injury is. It's not been reported. But I mean, they're even more they're more guarded about Daniel Bryan than they actually are about the Sheamus injury. There there have been no updates on Daniel Bryan. He has not been seen. They have not shown anything. They have not said anything about Daniel Bryan since he lost at WrestleMania. Um, it was just cause it's, it's some cause for concern for certain people. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know what it could have been. He looked fine to me uh, after that match. I mean, not there wasn't much obviously much uh, focus on him, but he didn't look to be out of sorts during the Kofi match. So I'm not sure what it could be. You know, I'm hoping for the best for both of them. Um, just for you know. Sheamus could just, I mean, do you feel like Sheamus is in like his latter years? He's been wrestling for a long time. Um, I, I've always, I mean, we, we talked about it on here months ago that, he, you know, people have been saying he had spinal stenosis and, and that he's, that he's actually not doing so well. So it's like, to me, it's been amazing that he's with these rumors looming that he's still been going for this long, you know, like I thought it's because of his body, like his red, like, you know, the, the Celtic workouts on YouTube is not just, you know, just videos. They're like a lifestyle. And I think he's someone who takes very much care of his body. And that's why he's been able to last so long. No one would have thought like Seamus is like 40 something. Yeah. Like he, he, he holds himself up pretty well. I'm, I'm hoping that, Daniel Bryan does show up. I, I think that there are, I mean, even with the shakeup, there are immediately awesome matchups for him. Um, but again, if it's wait and see, I would r- much rather him take a break um, than, you know, run his body ragged again and, and have to go to the same issue. And, and, and honestly, I mean, yeah, it, it seems like he's injured, but this yeah. could also be part of his new deal. He did sign a new deal. My right. man could be on the Shawn Michaels plan where he's just like, all right, I'm going to take a couple weeks off. Um, Maybe, um, maybe he'll come back after the European tour or some shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think he did a full year. You know what I'm saying? He did all. He did the Australia show. He, you know, he did pr- pretty much everything but Saudi Arabia last year. Um, yeah, he had a full schedule. I think if he wants to rest up and 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 not worry about his injuries, and then that's fine. I, I choose to err on the side of not being super concerned but still being cautiously concerned if that oh, yeah. makes sense like with daniel Bryan, you kind of have to be yeah I mean, we, we all know the situation we all care for daniel Bryan, which is kind of the the means of concern um you know what he's gone through in his career thus far um you know we all just hope for the best for seamus and for seamus and daniel Bryan, and anyone else who's injured who's on the injured list right now Absolutely. Uh, this just literally came across my timeline again because, <laughs> because of a uh, re- because of a retweet. But uh, the last thing on No Holds Barred this week is the new entries into the the PC. The WWE PC were just announced today. We kind of already knew <laughs> just from from rumors uh, that these these guys would be making it, and we've already seen one of them. Yeah. Uh, Shane Strickland, uh, uh, Tony Gar as Tony Garza Jr. Correct? I believe so. It's Tony Garza Jr. And um, Kushida, who's apparently, who's apparently the cousin of Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> yes, yes, he, he's uh, he's incredible too. Um, they are all members of the PC now. We we've just been waiting for the announcement. Um, have you have you seen anything from? I've, I haven't seen any Garza Junior matches. Kushida, Kushida, obviously, I'm familiar with. I'm pretty sure you might have seen a Kushida match during the times I've made you know made you watch New Japan. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen him. I've know I've known him him for a long time. Yeah. Um, how much I've seen? Not a lot, but I've known of him for a long time. Um, Shane Strickland, I've seen. Shane Strickland, yeah. 
seen I've seen a lot of Shane Strickland through, uh, through Evolve in MLW. He had a great run in MLW. I thought. Um, I, I think that these are great pickups. I, I really want to point to the fact that they're WWE is signing a lot of people black, of color. Yes, yes. I was just gonna say boom, that. boom. More Where's my mind, baby. More specifically, black people. It's it's kind of crazy. Like there, are, I mean, you got ACH, you've got Ricochet already on the main roster, and it only took him a year to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got now uh, Shane, Shane Strickland. You've got the the Street Profits, who you know, as much as they cool off NXT tag teams, they have not cooled off on these guys yet. Um, I mean, they all seem to be in prominent places right now. I mean, you got a point there. I mean, there's probably more that we don't know about who's just chilling in the performance center. Oh, I'm Even, sorry, uh, Keith Lee. Shit, I forgot about him too. And and there's you know what? There's so much. So here's the thing: like in terms of performance center. It's crazy because there's like hundreds of people in the performance center. People we have no people who probably we figured out before have no idea. There are people who are in the building now. And you talk about that bottleneck. Like there's only so many opportunities to get on television. And just, you know, just kind of singing it back to Sasha. Sasha Banks making it as far as she is, as far as she has, is an accomplishment in itself coming from the performance center where it's literally like a hundred giant, jacked, incredibly athletic people from all different sports all second generation third second generation. generation third generation people who are athletes boxers former ufc fighters everything like that like you literally have to it's it's your position in there is so sacred and the probably the only thing that gives you a leg up is if you have any previous wrestling experience because yeah. that seems to get you on tv a lot faster but it's just you know the the performance center i'm interested i kind of want to like I don't know if there's like a, a list or something. I would want to take a, just a grand look of like who's down there that we haven't seen yet. Oh man, probably a lot. Probably those football players. Oh, okay. <laughs> probably those football players. Um, but def- I'm definitely I, I see a, I see a big future ahead for uh, for all three of these guys. I think I could that you could put these guys on TV right now, especially Kushida, who they did give the big they gave the big uh, signing video too they, they gave him the 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 uh, nxt takeover look for uh two weeks ago in brooklyn um i, I think they see a lot in kushida triple h went, went ahead and called him the biggest international star in the world so i mean last time he said that was nakamura and kushida is way younger than nakamura I, I think there's a there's a way bigger upside to a kushida than uh really a lot of you know even in this class that he's in right now i think that yeah. he, he could be the next a lot of people are, are, are slotting him into a five live i absolutely agree he could be that but i think bigger than that he could be huge he could be Rey Mysterio huge honestly um, I mean we'll see him as, according to you know the tapings reports he will be competing on NXT within the next couple of weeks so everyone will have their opportunity to see what Kushida is all about absolutely uh, and that's no holds barred uh, this week Raw Smackdown once again to me very other than like Becky segments very flat shows uh, let, me see, very- let me see what was going on on these shows anything of notable just quick points that I could Point out. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, look, they have um WWE YouTube page. They already have the Kushido makes his NXT debut in two weeks. There you go. On NXT. Um, they also featured tonight um Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. Which uh, I we'll heard was really great. We'll talk about Kyrie Sane in a little bit. Um, and actually I saw like maybe like seven minutes of NXT UK today. I was like, okay. Last week's episode was a banger, not gonna lie. I'm with, uh, this week's episode takes place at Access. So. Oh shit! That um, lighting, that lighting, gotta be crazy. Uh, it 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 is it is what it is. <laughs> um, let's see. We I think got Be- Becky and Lacey. Is it looks to be that's going to be the Money in the Bank program 
from what I understand, from what I from what I gather. I mean, Lacey beating I mean, Natty. It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be at this point. I was trying to see if anything was, you know, storyline noteworthy. Besides probably KO joining in it, you know, the New, New Day, Day this week. Um, everything we'll probably, everything we'll likely get to yeah. in, this, in the show. So let's let's go. You know what? Let's talk about the shakeup. Yeah, let's talk about the shakeup. The shaking up. We're going to rate the shakeup moves. We want to do it through, through 1 to 10 or A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I said G. I mean A B C D E F. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um I'll take a tally of it too. I'll take a tally of it. Let's do let's do letter grades. All right, letter grades. So uh the first move was the miss. And this is going in sequential order as well. So this is this is pretty cool too. I put it all in order here for you. Uh the Miz is back on Raw after what? It's been a year since he since he's been on Raw. It's literally been a year. He switches brands every year. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's a good move, especially if it's a, if it's a it's fits face Miz. He could really. Uh, I, I think that the mid card for Raw has always been a weak point, um, and I think that with the moves that they've made this literally this year alone, it was to give this show a mid card. And so it, with, with that, I, I really like the idea. Um, I, I don't know how long he stays face. If he does a whole year as, as a face, that would be incredible because I don't think they can do that or write programs for him that will give him that much of attraction. But I think if he's able to, to do that, then I think it's a pretty good move. I, I'll give it a B. You know what? I'm, I'm you know, so pretty Uh-oh. much <laughs> I say because I'm looking at the landscape and I'm looking at these type of matches that we could possibly have. On one hand, there's like a Miz versus Andrade, which will be interesting in Very. itself. Um, but there's also like Miz versus Baron Corbin, which is like yucky, ew. Um, I think the fact that those that, and here's the thing, I think the fact that Bobby, Baron, and, and uh, Drew, Drew are still at the move. top. Yeah, are still at the top. That is the thing that bothers me the most about the shakeup. I hate these three at the top. They're it's, terrible. They've been so there. One of them has to turn face. Has one to. of them has to because it's just it's just been the three of them sort of handing out things. But if I would give this a sort of grade, I would get I would give it a B too because right. um. Is it's a little bit up in the air of what's going to end up with the mid card scene, considering the mid card championship is no longer on Raw. No, I think I think Joe had like travel issues or something. I, I'm pretty sure because they said that there were there were people had travel issues getting into Montreal this week. I think that's what kept Joe from being on the show. Oh damn, that sucks because <laughs> it now Raw makes no sense. Yeah, um, I, I, he'll probably show up on Monday. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? Why not? And choke out the Miz probably. Yep. That, that, or or Braun because I think that's where they're going with it too. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so next up was Andrade and Zelina Vega. Uh, I'll put these both together because I, I I for some reason put them separately. Uh, I I love this move. I think that Monday's show proved absolutely why this was a perfect move for Andrade, who uh, couldn't even make it on TV half the time on SmackDown. Honestly, uh, his match with Finn was incredible. He got the first. He got the win over the champion. I think that sets him up perfectly here. I think that Andrade, I wasn't sure about, I th- you know, I think last year we were all like, SmackDown's perfect for him. And we were like, then after, it, as it went on, we were like, eh, I don't really know. I think Raw, right from the beginning, I put some, it slots him right in the upper mid card. He could possibly go up or down here. I think he's a tremendous talent. And him having longer TV matches where he's actually on the show is actually an, an advantage for him. So, and, and Zelina's always great. Um, so I give it an A. I like this. I like this move. I'm going to give it a... I'm also going to give this a B because as much as it is the opportunity for more time on the show, 
I think it's still a lateral move. Like I still think whether they got to do they got to shit or get off the pot with him. Yeah, because essentially, I mean, I don't think I don't see any sort of they haven't really like hinted at any plans for this, mm-hmm. um, or like what they do with Andrade. Like, where are we going with this? Is it going to think maybe it could you know start rolling as you know the weeks go by? But for right now, to me, it kind of looks like a lateral move. It kind of looks like. We need someone who's going to deliver on the show. We got a lot of people who can deliver in the ring. Um, let's slot Andrade. He can make a couple of our guys look good. He can make, you know, he can have these bangers with Seth Rollins or The Miz or Dolph Ziggler or anybody else on Raw, AJ Styles, all these other type, different things. So to me, it's a lateral move. It's kind of like more of a utility talent at the moment. While he does have a great upside, he's just known for putting on great matches at this point. So I'll give it a B. Uh, next up, interestingly enough, uh, Rey Mysterio is now on this show. Um, Rey and Andrade, I mean, perfect foils for each other. I, I mean, we were just talking about it being a lateral move. I think that's that is one path that he could take, whether he teams with Rey or they reignite their 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 feud. I think that there's a lot of, of juice in that still. I don't think anyone is tired of seeing these two go against each other. But I mean, just like Mill said with, with Andrade, I think Rey is a lateral move. They need a they need a utility player that that's not going to take up the the top of the car and they can have great matches. I'm cool with this. I give it a B. You give, you know, when you bring Rey Mysterio onto the brand, you kind of have the opportunity of now you have a name yeah. that can kind of go against pretty much anybody you have. A Rey Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley is money. A Rey Mysterio versus Drew McIntyre is money. Mm-hmm. A Rey Mysterio versus, you know, um, Bray Wyatt or Braun Strowman or Bobby Roode or anything like that. Like, while it's like, okay, we've seen Rey Mysterio for the last 20 years, it's also an opportunity of like, yo, these are a lot of guys he hasn't touched and a lot of guys who will benefit from Rey Mysterio. I'm going to give this move for the sake of Raw and having another strong face. I'm going to say B plus actually. Cool. I think really I, I think I'll change mine to B plus too. I, I think it's, I, I, th- I was really cool with them. It was a surprising pick for me or a pick for them as well. I, I was very surprised by. Yeah, it. this is a very good move. Uh, the Usos on Raw. I think we've called this. For a very long time, I think this freshens up their their scene. We get so many great matches with the Usos against teams that they have not faced before, and it gives Raw a tag team scene. And I, th- I think honestly, it's a huge loss for SmackDown seeing what they got in return. I think the Usos immediately jumpstart the the Raw tag division. And I think we should start seeing some really really dope matches uh, come out of this. I, I'll give it an A. I'll also give it an A, and pretty much echo every sentiment that you said because. The Usos are, once again, they're a name. There's someone who can talk on the mic. There's someone who, on SmackDown themselves, and it's kind of bittersweet seeing them leave SmackDown because their entire personalities, everything that they've become right now, and them hitting their stride and them hitting essentially their prime a decade into their WWE career has come off of everything that they built on SmackDown. So now be able to build, bring that to Raw, hopefully draw some attention, hopefully get some you know people talking in their direction. I'm happy for that. Um, it seems like a great idea, so I'm ready. Oh, man, can you imagine Ricochet and Aleister Black against the Usos? Like, I'm literally, like, be fucking incredible. Uh, next up, I thought I think this is a lateral move as well because, obviously, she's not going to stay on a show that her husband's not on. But Naomi is on Raw now. Um, once again, I... These are, this is a like it's like a Miz move to me. I, I think that you know, Naomi. yeah, it's a, the, the Naomi move is something to me. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I if she'd stayed on SmackDown, I would have been fine. She's yeah. on Raw, 
it's it's cool as well. Um, it's just kind of where they're going to place her. At this moment, in terms of who's on Monday Night Raw, um, I don't think Becky's officially on Monday Night Raw. Naomi, by all intents and purposes, now that Sasha Banks is out and Ronda Rousey's out, it's the top face on Monday Night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the top face woman on Monday Night Raw. So for her, it's a come up. <laughs> yeah, for her, for her, it's a major come up. Um, in terms of what it actually means, if if they actually decide to move forward with Naomi, I think that's a cool thing. But also, it's like there's so many other women as well um, mm-hmm. to sort of move forward for. But to me, once again, a lateral move. Um, do I think this helps or hinders Raw? It's eh. I mean, it's flat. It's the same. Yeah, I would give it. I would give it. Damn. I'm gonna give it a C. I'll give it a C. I'll give it a C. Yeah, I think it's a C. Uh, next up. Uh, Eric Young was revealed in kind of like a uh, like a recap <laughs> on the show, and also uh, we're featuring on Eric Young. Yeah, he just kind of appeared uh, toward the end of the show. I thought it was pretty funny. Eric Young, I I think that he's a good hand. Once again, that's gonna have. I think what you were saying about Andrade earlier, him being a good hand, it'll make people look good. I I think Eric Young is is that. I think Andrade they do ha- they do see things in. I, I do think they were gonna put a lot of focus behind what Andrade can do for that upper mid card before moving him up. I think Eric Young is just, I mean, I'm going to give it a C, but not because it's a bad move. I'm giving it a C because we know where he's going to be slotted at to, if that makes any sense. I think he's definitely a main event guy, like a, or superstars or whatever the show they have taken before. <laughs> um, I don't see him featured on the main shows. I don't even see it would have been considering how they announced the rest. I'm surprised he didn't just get lumped in with like, and also on raw. Um, But this, I think one of the, it's, it's weird because, well, when Eric Young was signed, what did you think his trajectory was going to be? Exactly what he, I I didn't think he was going to leave NXT meals. I I never thought he was going to leave NXT. I thought he was going to be like Cassius Ono down there. I thought he was going to be like a good hand that eventually became a producer. I never saw him coming to the main roster. But then he hit a stride with Sanity and it seemed to be something that worked and it's a lot of I don't know people were excited for it, but people were interested in like this new kind of stable. It's a new different look. I think their entrance is cool. I think their look is overall cool. I think people would fall in love with them. And then it's kind of all taken away. Yes. So with Eric Young, do you repackage Eric Young? I honestly, I I said this on Twitter. I was like, "Do you package him with Bray Wyatt? Is that is that or or make him feud with Bray? Is that is that where you guys go? They're both weird guys." To me, he's going to be taking curb stomps and oh, yeah. forearms and oh, all yeah. these other stuff. <laughs> I'm going to give this. I don't know. The, the Raw didn't really improve him. I'm giving it a D. To be honest, with you. <laughs> I think I think this next pick. Uh, it's going to be an interesting thing to, to, to talk about because does this improve raw? Like, it's funny that you mentioned improve raw. I'm like, does this improve raw or not? I, I think there are things that improved raw or at least made raw a, a, a younger, hipper show. But uh, this pick did not. Uh, AJ Styles uh, is on raw now. Um, if you know, this I'm ready was- to be on raw, I'm ready to, you know. <laughs> I'm ready to make raw my house and all this other stuff. Like, all right. If, if this was AJ Styles of two years ago, um, I would be hella excited. This is AJ Styles off of a new deal, uh, who has already hurt himself and was not even really moving that well last year. I don't, I don't think that I would have 
put him anywhere near the top 10 of uh, WWE guys last year. Um, he's, he's not where he, he's not, he's not what he used to be. And, and that's okay. But I, I think if, if you need someone to try and try their best to make Baron Corbin look good or make Bobby Lashley look good, like this is your guy. But do you think I, AJ Styles has gotten flat? Yes, I do. Um, I, I don't know if it started with the, the, the moment Nakamura hit him in his nutsack or what, but he... Oh, so you thought it was before he lost the title he got flat? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I think that, you know, but I mean, you know, he, he still pulled out some great matches with Brian. I'll say that. Their series was was spectacular to me. I think yeah. a lot of it was because of Brian. But, but a lot of it, I feel like the luster of AJ Styles and is new and he's back in the WWE and he's doing, you know, a lot of cool things. I think it's worn he's off. He's older. He's old now. I think, do, they, do you turn him heel? Uh, nah. I I don't know if I. It's not going to be on video games anymore. I mean, the video game was holding up a lot. I, of I always imagine that if with him signing this deal, he's doing less dates. So like, he might be a part time, like every quarter type guy. And and you know, if he loses the big match, he won't show up for a while. Like, that's what I always took him as. That's the type of heel thing, and, though, ain't it? And that's honestly what. Well, no. I mean, Shawn Michaels did it all the time. Shawn Michaels different. Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. It's AJ, I mean, if there's a if there is a parallel to Shawn Michaels other than the drugs, uh, then I think AJ Styles. Listen, Shawn, AJ Styles didn't have the stroke uh, like Shawn Michaels did. But 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 I'll I'll, I'll say this very much so. Uh, you know, because of who went to SmackDown, um, who's come over to Raw. AJ Styles he has a lot of new dance partners. Some old, some new, some fresh, some blue, some all this other shit. Um, you know, it's. I'm more interested in. Yeah, I don't know what I'm interested. I don't know what I'm interested in from besides like Styles versus Rollins, but I don't know how good that'll be. Which yeah, is I weird to say. I think it'll be Rollins. I think it will be Rollins doing what he did with Nakamura back in November. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how good it'll be just because. Both if both of them are faces, I don't know how good it's gonna be. If but AJ you know, Styles it, it, is a heel, I think it's a different story. It's kind of crazy that you know, I mean, not even a spoiler, but it's like Finn was working with all these big dudes that he shouldn't have been working with on Raw, and now he's working with the people he should be working with on SmackDown. But AJ, now that he's slower, is on a show with people he should be working with now mm-hmm. because he's not he's not as he's not like he, he used to be. Um, I give this a B plus. I'll give it a B. Cool. Just will be uh, quickly on Cedric Alexander, who was announced in a video package, which I, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, I like this move. I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic on what they're going to do with these small guys on on Raw. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I'm very I'm very concerned about what they're going to do with these small guys. But I think that the sky is the fucking limit for Cedric Alexander. He's, a, he's, a, he's a, yeah, the sky is the limit for everybody in a sense. But like, I, I mean, if I look, if you look at how they did with with Ali, who you know, I'm not saying Cedric Alexander. Smackdown is different though. Yeah, but Smackdown I, I, is different. Raw is a lot. Raw, you're going to get the time. But you also may get the time doing a whole lot of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you may get like Bobby Roode is on Raw every week. I'm, doing here's a whole my, lot here's of nothing. Thing. I think they're gonna treat Cedric Alexander better than they treat EC3. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'll say I, that. I give this a B minus. I, I can be feeding with EC3 in like three months. I guarantee it. So here's the thing. To me, he, to me, Cedric Alexander, he's either going to be 
there's going to be either something done with him or he's going to be in a tag team in like six months. Ain't nothing wrong with him being in a tag team. There's I, nothing I, wrong with him being in a I, tag I team. I think him and Apollo? Him and Apollo. I mean, why do it has to be Apollo? It just feels... But Apollo's on SmackDown now. Hmm. Is, oh, yeah, he is, he is, he is, he is. All right. Who's the next black guy up in line? Uh, Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> might get a little... Oh, my God. Raw... Does Raw have black people besides Cedric? Oh yes, God. man. That ricochet, bro. They're like the biggest ricochet. black person right now. <laughs> ricochet. Oh my God. It's only Ricochet. Yeah. It's Ricochet, Naomi, and and uh Cedric Alexander. What, do you, what do you give this? What do you give this? I'm giving this a I'm giving this a B. Cool. I give it a I'm B giving this a B. I want to be optimistic for him, but if it don't happen, you know. Just don't look for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just don't be out here like thinking like shit's gonna happen and then nothing happens and then you're just like, wow, that's crazy. I can't believe they used me this way. Like, bro, Brock Lesnar's on this show. Uh, next up, there's a there's a lot of talk about this next team. Uh, with before the name, I think that uh, <laughs> why why before the name? <laughs> I think that the Vikings can we start with the name? I think that the well, here's the thing, bro. Eric Young, Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, like they're all dumb names. All right, they're all dumb names. The, the, the Viking names experience take no. The Viking experience takes the cake. Don't get me wrong. The name doesn't matter. The Viking experience takes the cake as the laziest name ever. Period. Period. It's the laziest name. Not only that, they changed their real names. So it's kind of like, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like hung up over this thing. I find it incredibly hilarious. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not too hung up on it either. But it's uh, a terrible name. It is a terrible name to go from the War Raiders, which I get your explanation. Like they're really going to use like War Raiders on national television. But can't do that. Can't do that. The Viking experience, though, like you kind of set them. Now you pigeonhole. I mean, yes, they are Viking esque, but now you like pigeonhole them into. It's like the Highlanders. You know what I'm saying? It's like okay, now that's their shtick. But remember that. Remember the acolytes in the APA. <laughs> APA APA became different. Yeah, exactly. The, I, I think there's a chance. But that, that was a, that was a re, so you think they could rebrand them in the future? I think they could. I think there's something with this name where it doesn't have to be set in stone. Of course, now they're new. But if they wanted to rebrand these guys in a in a different way, it, they could wipe this name. They could. They it could be TVE. They had two weeks to pick out this thing, man. The Viking Honestly, experience. I, I feel like they had a. I feel like they had a day maybe to pick this thing out. I don't. They think should, they, well, they, they should have thought about it earlier because I don't know how. Wait, how did the Viking experience? How? Because these are the last guys we expected to show up on Monday night. To be honest, I know I didn't expect them at all. I think this was the biggest shock of the week. If you want to keep it hundred, like bigger than Roman. Yeah, because these guys are current NXT Tag Team Champions. Um, guys who just competed on, you know, the roster. Guys who probably debuted less than a year ago? Uh, no, but about two. Almost two years. Almost two years? Okay. Um, just guys who... Because they've been, they've been in two... They've been... I think they debuted at the first War Games. They debuted... No, they debuted um, at... NXT TakeOver... No, no, no. They debuted on the April 11th episode of NXT. So it's been a year. It's been a year. Okay. Huh. Since they debuted. That's and now, crazy. 
That is crazy for a tag team. Yeah, for you know, I I think it, it, I think that match did a lot for them. Absolutely, absolutely. I I I absolutely agree with that. I think just in general, this is a t- you know, you look at the other two call ups we're going to talk about here, or really three that have you know that that are on the show. They see a lot in these guys, and I could see it just from the way they position them on Monday. Um, I I really like the War Raiders. I really think that they're great. Hey, I, hey, the Viking experience, my guy. I'm sorry, the Viking experience. I, I think that they're great. Um, I'll I'll get used to the names. Okay, I'll get used to the names. I I think that their work is gonna I, with everything. Their work is gonna overshadow what they got saddled with, and I think that they were up, they're up to the task to do that again with the Usos there and the Viking experience. Can you fucking imagine that match right now? That match is going to go so crazy when it happens. I think Raw's tag division is really, really, really strong. And I think that they really make a big difference on this. I'm going to give this an A+. I think this is a great fucking move for Raw. In terms of it's just benefiting the tag team division on Raw, which stinks, I'll give this a B plus just because it just made both the Usos and the Vikings. What doesn't stink anymore? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That that stunk in the pe- well. It doesn't stink now. They have a lot of competitive tag teams now. We still have Ricochet and the you know Alistair Black. We still have the Viking Experience, and we have um, the, the, the Revival. We yeah. root and Gable. We have a lot of different things now. It's become a competitive tag team division now. If they bother to give these people an opportunity, that's a different story. But I'll also I'll give it a B plus. Yeah. Um, EC three. Let's let, quickly through EC three. Uh, D. D, whatever. C minus. He's where I th- he's where he's exactly where I thought he was gonna be. E C minus. Rumors that he will be, you know, Drake Maverick will become his mouthpiece. Oh interesting. Great. Very awesome. fine with me. Yeah. Good job. Uh Lacey Evans, I, I think is gonna be a she's gonna be a centerpiece of this women's division. I, I think it's that's very clear from from Monday's show. Um, she she looked very strong. I think she's again getting better every single time I see her. I think she's really, really great in the ring. Um, I, I, I didn't. This is too much too soon. I'm the, in the minority who, while I do appreciate Lacey Evans' persona, I believe this is too much too soon for her. And and I do think, you think Alexa getting that was too much too soon? Because Alexa, mean? it's the same shit. Like Alexa was Alexa. Alexa took a couple. Alexa took a couple months, but Alexa also had like. Alexa had like. I don't say she had time, but she got in a lot of reps on NXT, and Lacey Evans did too. But Lacey Evans, to me, when I look She'd at been her, there two years. When I look at when I look at yeah, but that's not enough to become a competent like. She how to she me, can, she's still she learn? no, how no, no. Well, she can learn on NXT. <laughs> I, and but, and and the big the big time the, and the bright lights with Becky Lynch. That's a huge, listen, huge opportunity. It's one hundred percent a huge opportunity. I'm not faulting her for the opportunity. The opportunity is there. By all means, take it. I'm one if it's too much too soon because to me, she's promising, but she's not there. And when you have this sort of you have this opportunity where you have Becky Lynch and she's still on this wave. She's still now you're asking Becky Lynch to really begin doing to, a lot of handiwork <laughs> to build to build the division that she is now a centerpiece of. Absolutely. That's what champions do. Like she's she has to have these cane feuds to cane in order to feud. get it. Like it's, 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 it's I, under, I understand. I understand. Like she has to have think, these 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 uh these stepping stone feuds because like she can't always just go against Sasha's and Bailey's and stuff like that. She can't. 
but Lacey, to me, Lacey Evans, I could see if Lacey Evans had done another, like, for instance, I bet, I don't know if Sasha was around, maybe it just would have happened or anything like that. Um, but they seem like they had this in the, in the bank for a long time, but this, you know, I just, I'm just worried if it's too, too much too soon. I, I agree with that. Yes. You need opportunity to grow and you need opportunity. And sometimes you need to be thrown in the fire, but I don't think she's even close to like being good. And I think good is an overstatement and I think she's capable, but she, and she's promising, but good. Nah, I, she still reads like she's reading off of, you know, her things. Wow. Um, she wrestles just the body language and sort of how she wrestles the things like that. She's not completely there yet. Like she's not ring smart as of yet, but it also could have been nerves on raw. Who knows? Alexa I, was just in the same position two years ago. On SmackDown? Yes. I, 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 I can't say. I think I, I would have probably said it was too much too soon for her as well. Well, I'm, I'm going to give this an A. What are you going to give? I'm giving this a... I'm giving it a B minus. Uh, quickly through Alistair Black and Ricochet. I mean, a, I, a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, A. I, I, I think any show that they're on, they, they would have got an A. They're stars. I'm glad that that they saw them as the stars that should be on Raw. Um, I will say, don't keep them in a tag too long. Um, I, I think, but don't have them feud. I think if it's the, at the end of the tag team, just have them break off and do their own thing. I think having Alistair Black and Ricochet there automatically makes this a younger, hipper show. Uh, yeah. We're always a bunch of 30 plus, you know, almost damn near 40 year old dudes at one point. I think this this brings Baron a lot of Corbin. Ugh. Yeah, it brings a lot of new styles to the show. And I, and I think that's great. I think they're positioning Ricochet and Black to be the centerpieces of the show, even with AJ Styles there and, and uh, Seth Rollins there. I mean, I think that there's a, a, a I think there's a there's a there's a more accessible lane for both of these guys to be the universal champion than there than there would be on, on SmackDown, honestly, with Roman there. So I think I, I love splitting them up from him. I think honestly looking at Raw, Raw looks a lot like NXT to me. I, I think Raw it looks like NXT Monday. It's building Triple H's vision. Yep, that's exactly all he needs to do like. is get rid of Ascension. He's like Ascension guys, you just aren't cutting it. I can't believe they I can't believe they split up Andrade and Charlotte. Can you believe it, bro? Uh, I'm pretty sure, sure. I'm pretty sure they'd be alright. I'm pretty sure they'll be, so? yeah, they'll be fine. They've been booed up. They've been booed up heavy. They've I, been I booed up it, heavy on the ground. Charlotte, Charlotte says, "You know the what? Big reveal mean? happened WrestleMania week, bro. Big. <laughs> the big reveal. Huge. All it was, is, you know, it was hand in photo, <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a second pair of feet at the edge of the bed. Hey, I know all about it, baby. <laughs> and then the big reveal, WrestleMania week, and I'm like, okay, we going public with this, and then they split them up. How we? This is. Oh, they got freaky in, in Mexico last weekend. I mean, probably right. I mean, listen. We're not gonna talk about that. So power but... couple rankings. They might be at the top right now. Oh, absolutely! I think the I, the drip alone is just crazy. The money, the the extravagance, the gram, the social, uh-huh. all this uh-huh. other stuff—they got it all. They're not okay. hiding it. They're not hiding it like another pair of champions. Oh, you know, that's what, that's that's messy meals corner for the week. We'll be back next week. <laughs> uh, SmackDown Live. Um, <laughs> SmackDown Live. I think for the first time in a long time, I can say. Uh, maybe won the the shakeup. I I think that Here, here's the thing: you end up on SmackDown Live, and then you think you won, and then <laughs> three weeks on, you're sitting in the backstage and like, yo, 
How many backstage promos we gonna do with Font just <laughs> screaming out at the yeah, bottom? I can see a lot of people that happening too, because I mean there there are two people or there's one person on the show that wasn't even there this week, and I'm I look at him and I'm like, well, then there's there's Kevin Owens and then there's Kofi and <laughs> and the New Day, and I'm like, how are a lot of these people gonna fit on TV every week? But uh, they're gonna be on Fox, and I think if this was the Fox move. I think I would give this overall a really good score. Like it's it's a passing grade for me. It's like a B or A because I think if this is the roster we're gonna have going into to Fox, I love it. It's a it's it's the workhorse show. All, they got all the wrestlers wrestlers on this show. Um, let's start off with with Roman Reigns, who was uh, touted as the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history. No, or, the, the the biggest one was Elias. Oh yeah, well well I mean we we know that that was. This is the yeah. this is the biggest acquisition in SmackDown history. Not I, I gonna think. hold you, not gonna hold you. I thought it was gonna be Brock Lesnar. Nah, not not somebody that's not gonna show up every week. Mm, still big. I I don't. I mean, Roman. Obviously, I don't think he's ready for a full time program yet. I think that that's a that's a good idea. I don't I don't know if you know as we already see he's been put in tag matches. Um, I, I as as far as SmackDown as a whole, I got to give it an A plus. I mean, you've got the biggest star one of the biggest baby faces that you could have on this show and coming off of, you know, his return and everything like that. It's the perfect time to have him on SmackDown. Yeah. I'll give it a, I'll give it a plus. I'll give it a plus. Roman Reigns is where it's at on SmackDown live. Um, uh, next up. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, if it, you know, I'm sure they'll figure him in. It's just yeah, everybody sure. else now. Oof. Yikes. Yeah. Roman's on your show. Huh? It's two hours. Huh? <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, next up, a, a move that, Everyone loved. Um, everyone loves this move. I love it too. I was also surprised. I think this is probably my second biggest surprise next to the Viking experience showing up on, on Monday. Finn Balor to SmackDown. We have been calling for this for a long time. Every time we call for someone to move to SmackDown, they don't get used the way we want them to get used. This I is can, true. I can remember Sami Zayn. Oh, Sami Zayn deserves to be on SmackDown. Let's get him on SmackDown. He's on SmackDown. Nothing. Ever. Until he turns heel. Um, and then I think we had the same thing last, you know, Andrade. It's like, Andrade, yes, he's on SmackDown. First four weeks, nothing going on. Um, Finn Balor luckily has way more upside. Yeah, way more upside than those guys. But, I mean, just, you know, I feel like there will definitely be weeks where he just won't be on the show. But that is just, the, the, that is just what SmackDown is. But yeah. Finn Balor for me... Showing up on SmackDown, it's an A for me. Um, yep. I love it. It's good. a it's a big name. It's a great look. It's a you know, um, it's just uh, someone who could contend in a different division. Which is also great me. also love them keeping Roman and Finn together. I think those are two people. Those are two characters that uh, or baby faces that they love to have. Um, they love to to feature prominently in in all of their you know outside of the ring stuff, and I think that Finn and Roman on the same show, I, I automatically makes your show look look really really good. So let me listen. Looking at Roman, man, you got Rome. You could have Roman Cesaro, Roman yeah. Roman Nakamura, Roman Kofi, right? Yeah, Roman Kofi, Roman, yeah. uh-huh. you know. But let's let's focus on the Roman Roman, Roman Kofi. That could be yeah. a banger. Of yeah, a different a real type of banger. Way. Yeah. Um. Right, you know, yeah. All right. Roman Jeff Hardy. The belt on the line. I'm like, let's talk about that, man. No. No. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity for these guys. Um. Uh, let's keep going. Next up, Ember Moon. Um. If they're gonna use her, <laughs> if they're gonna use her, then I think it's a good idea. I'm gonna give it a C because I don't think that she's really lived up to anything on the main roster yet. 
this is so SmackDown has suddenly got loaded with women. Oh yeah. <laughs> they got about 20 women on this. Got, there was about 20 people in the ring on, on, on Tuesday. Um great roster, by the way. A roster where you, you still you still keep Oscar, Charlotte, and Becky, by the way. Woo. And now you have Bailey, Kyrie Sane. Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Mickey James, I mean Lana, depending on who you are. Um <laughs> the iconics. Carmella. Le- Carmella. Um it's a great women's roster. It's the best, probably the best they've had in ever, honestly. Ember Moon has got a long way. She might end up in the tag team, to be honest with you. You might end up getting like fabulous moon or whatever. <laughs> Some shit like that. Ember, Ember and Liv Morgan shit. Yeah, we might end up getting that. Um, I'm going to say she has a major upside. Will she ever realize that upside? I don't think it'll the, be. The way she cooked Becky on Twitter, I mean, I had to, you know, I'm going to give it a C, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on her. I'm going to give it a C. I'll give it a if C. If they give her the opportunity, she will shine. But she has to get the opportunity, which is the hard part. On a roster that has, if we get Amber Moon and Charlotte feud, I think she's money. Yeah. Um, if not, we're screwed. Bailey, whew, boy, did Montreal hate Bailey? Uh, and I think they hated her by proxy, to be honest, about, uh-huh. what, about what everything is going on. That's a very smart crowd, especially when she mentioned Sasha. That that got that they killed Sasha. Yo, TBH, what's it like? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I love this move for Bailey. She has needed to, she's needed to get away from Sasha for a very long time. Bailey needs something the I don't think it's just a setting. I love Bailey. She needs something else. She needs something going on. She needs a big money feud. She needs some attention. She needs something going on. I think if she gets in a feud with Charlotte, they're booing Bailey. <laughs> No, we'll see. I think we'll see. I, th- I, think, I think she Charlotte, gets Charlotte's hated enough. That she I, stood across from Becky and got booed, and Becky was there, low key kiki to herself, like, like, oh shit, you're getting booed now. Like, I think Bailey needs something else. I'm just saying, she. I don't think it's a tag team partner. I don't think it's anything. I think Bailey needs like a career revival in the worst way. It's possible here. I, I think it's SmackDown is really the land of the baby faces, to be honest with you. And um, I, to be honest with you, looking at this roster, this women's roster, I'm not sure what niche she fills. Hey, she's babe, really, I, I don't think Becky is staying. How about that? I do not think Becky will be on SmackDown in the end. Ooh, if Becky, Becky be doesn't, if Becky doesn't stay. Then we got something. If Becky does stay, they do. They do not. They do not need or want Becky to be on a show with Charlotte anymore. Please, God, no. Move the move her. But it's Fox. <laughs> Somebody got it. Well, I think Fox would look at having a flair a lot, a lot more. Uh, they could have both. No, I, someone's got to go. I'm giving Bailey a C plus. Wow. C well, plus for Chris Novak. Sorry, buddy. I'm giving her an A. I, I love the move. Um. Elias quickly, uh, whatever. I, I C minus. I, I I don't feel any way about it. I, I don't think Elias even gets in ring ever. Him and R Truth are going to have a banger of a feud. 
this fall. Oh yeah, that is a, that's a big banger. Uh, I'm also giving it. I'm giving it a C. I like Elias, just not that much. Um, but and and SmackDown is where I can like people not that much because they might not show up. <laughs> uh, real quickly, uh, Liv Morgan has been broken up from the Riot Squad. She's on her own. Poor girl. She's out there. She's out there on the island. She's um, out there alone. Where's she, she with? She gonna be? Who's she gonna kiki with on the road now? I Ooh. will be. I, I mean, I think it's it's a no brainer to have her and Carmella either feud or or be a team. But I think they're way too close to c- character wise. Uh, I, I thought that about Carmella and Nikki Bella, and then here we were. They were in a blood feud in like three months. That, and that's, um, that was hard too. Um, I'm going to give I'm going to give Liv a, a probably like a D. I, I I don't see a lot of upside in her. I don't even know if she's going to be on TV a lot. I'm giving her if they can find a way to use her. No. Not to say that she's not to say that she's bad in the ring, but she might have to do something else. She might not have to be like a prominent in the ring. Like, see how Carmella is like, she's in the ring, she's out of the ring. She can kind of do both, but still maintain a presence. If they can build Liv Morgan the character and kind of get people to understand what the hell is a Liv Morgan, I'll give her something. But as of right now, I'm also going to give it, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give her shit. I'm going to give her a D. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is what it is. Ted Gable, uh, Oh, right, Bobby Roode is and then this whole Bobby Roode Chad Gable thing I was talking about. Huh. Chad Gable's doomed. So I'm gonna give him a D. D yeah. I'm gonna give him a D for doomed. He is D. doomed. He uh, was on SmackDown before. It didn't work out. He'll be in a tag team with the next guy we're about to talk about pretty soon. <laughs> oh god, Apollo Cruz. Apollo uh, Cruz also doomed. It up. Also doomed. Apollo Cruz. They want to do something with him every time, and then they decide. He was he had a good little role with on Raw for a second there, and then they decide we got better things to do. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a C minus though. I'm giving it a D. I've never, never saw it with them. Honestly, I'm gonna give him a C minus. Uh, Mickey James. This is to me a lot of these SmackDown moves. Like we already know what the top of the card is. A lot of these moves are like filler, like to fill in a role here. I want to see Mickey James as a face again. I don't think she's very... She's like a, a saucy auntie as a heel. I want her as a face. I think she's got a good fire. I give her a C-. minus. I give her a, I give it a, a competent veteran performer who can make their opponent look good. I'm going to give it a C. Cool. Uh, Buddy Murphy, I, in, in a move where I... Remember I, earlier I said I felt like Cedric would probably flourish in this role, but Buddy clearly will be able to flourish with smaller guys like Finn Balor. Um, and Buddy Murphy never been 205, man. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Murphy never been. I don't want any of this lie come in. He's never been below 205. So, oh, my God. Uh, he's going to work out just fine where he is. He's got great spirit. Um, all he needs is... I mean, he's got, Ali. he's got Ali, too. So, right. That's a feud right there. If you were to give him a first feud, what would you give um, young Buddy Murphy? Ali. I give him Ali. I would probably, you know what? I might, if I were to give him a first feud, I might, I'm thinking, who do we got here? Hmm. Or like a three, a a triple threat feud with Finn would be Finn. I would see Finn would be a cool look. Um, yeah, Finn. Finn, put him in some matches against Kofi too. Give him some shine. Give him the Ali rub that Daniel Bryan gave Ali, but just do it with Kofi this time. 
Oh, well, that'd, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be great. I, I'd love for him to take the title off Kofi. Uh, yeah, what, what do you give him? What do you give him, Mills? I'm giving him a B. Yeah, I'm giving him a, gonna give him a B plus. Uh, Kyrie Sane from NXT. I think she's the lone NXT uh, call up from uh, on SmackDown. What is Paige doing? <laughs> she's playing them. Listen, there is nothing wrong with giving these two women. I'm so glad they finally fucking did this. Give Kyrie and Asuka a mouthpiece. They're never going to have like Oscar is never going to connect on the mic with these people. I, I think it's clear in the two years she's been on the main roster. Well, I don't say that because Oscar was popular. I get what you mean. Don't get me wrong. I I'm get not what you saying mean. she wasn't popular. I'm saying she wasn't going to connect on the mic with them. Well, she's connected to an extent. I'll say that. I understand not, what you mean. But she's connected cool. to an extent. Um, Kyrie saying to me, the page thing is still like. All right. So why is she managing them now? Um, I don't like Paige saying go and Oscar being like okay. I don't yeah, like that. I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't. Uh, I don't like. I, I see I, that I, with Kyrie, but not uh, with not Oscar. Yeah, because Oscar's a killer, yeah. and Kyrie is she's a pirate. Um, now, now the tag team, they're gonna have some bangers. Mm. I think you have, have, have either. Yes, they've been in tag teams in stardom. Yes. Mm. Okay. I th- I think you automatically make that tag scene look a lot better with those two involved. Shout out to Oscar for kind of sliding into that role. And- oh, I guess right. She she uh, just decided I'm gonna slide into this role, and you know, of course, guys, I'll do you guys a solid. I'll slide into this tag team role. If she wins the if she wins the tag titles. I I mean, it's not all for not. I mean, they should just give it to her at this point because they took away her other titles. All right. I think you run that, that Oscar Stan account that always uh, harasses me on Twitter. I think that's you. You know, I'm maybe, a huge you know, maybe, I'm a maybe you deserve it. Um, Whatever. I, I give Kyrie Sane a, a, a B plus. I think there's a lot of upside with her. I, I'm waiting to see how she will connect with audiences in like Mississippi and shit like that. But um, I, I think just the talent will always shine through. And, and I love that, that they're slotting her same with Alistair Black and Ricochet. It, a great chance to connect with this audience is putting them in a tag team with someone that people actually like love. So I think this is a good, a, a good uh, move for her. I'll give it a B minus. Curry saying I'm giving a C. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. B minus, B minus, B minus. You forgot one person on here. Oh, the big, the freak. Oh yeah. Because I wasn't sure what show he's on. He's, he's on SmackDown. He's for sure on SmackDown. Uh, D I don't like him. <laughs> I like that energy, so I'm gonna echo that. <laughs> I don't like just it. purely up there. You know what, Lars Sullivan, not bad. Also, don't like him that much. So, gotta go. Fuck him. Fuck him. All right, yeah. Let's go, D. Let's punk bitch. Yeah, uh, punk bitch. Uh, heavy, heavy machinery. That's that's our last. T- that's our last uh, call ups or not call ups. Or yeah, they're, they're. I mean, technically now they're called up, I guess. But uh, last last one shooken up. Shaking up on SmackDown. Uh, I, I like heavy machinery. I do not see them as anything as like tag team title shoe ins, though. I think that they're a comedy team that will be doing comedy shit with Liv Morgan and Carmella and shit like that for the foreseeable future. Um, if that's the case, that they fulfill that role, I can give them a C for that. I'm giving them a D. I don't really like them. I know you don't like them. I know you don't like You can give them an F. You know, you go up to F. I give them an F then. I really don't like them. I don't like him at all. I don't I see what they do. SmackDown's tag division is 
butt. It's mad butt now. See what they did? <laughs> See how they play you? See how they play you when you decide to do great things? The Hardy Boys are the type. The Hardy Boys, they're like 40. <laughs> an average age of like 41. Um Jesus Christ. And then who else is a tag team on the show? Sanity was once a tag team. It was wide open for them, and they broke them up. It wasn't. And, it wasn't clicking with Sanity. I. I be, to be clear, to be fair, it was not clicking with them. Big E is injured. We didn't report that, but he's big injured. Oh yeah, he's, um, not, he's got a meniscus uh, injury. He'll be out for six months. He'll be out. We got no one. The, the club. We we still Ooh. with the club. Ooh. Finn's back. Finn's back. You know what that means for them. That means extra paydays, baby. Extra, <laughs> be on six men tag paydays. Yeah, that means they'll be on TV. Word. That's, that's what yeah. You think they requested their release? Uh, I think that I think that they weren't uh, signing the extension. I think was the thing. Mm. So okay, okay. I mean, six man tags. I'm on for that. We gonna this weekend. We're getting the shields. <laughs> The reprise, the final final chapter, huh? <laughs> the the reprise, um, the the outro, the of the album, like we're getting the Shields' final run in the desert or wherever the hell it is. Dean Ambrose needs to stop picking up the phone. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. It might be his last date. It, it probably is. Well, can we can we talk about for a quick second? Just one quick second. Two or five live. What it about? has nine people on the show <laughs> i i honestly think they're they're going they didn't call anyone up i, I didn't watch it yet they, didn't call they called up. yeah they called up you know cedric and and and, and i mean like i mean no one came to 205 i, I haven't seen no them. no no one has come to 205 literally it is akira tozawa Divari, brian kendrick drew gulak gentleman jack gallagher umberto Curio, mike kalanis oni lorkin and of course, champion of the world, Tony Ace. And that is it. It is nine people on a one hour show. I don't think, I think they will call someone up. Uh, I do not think 205 Live. Sorry, ACH. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not think this will be around. I don't think this show is going to be around much longer. Hmm. It, it, yeah. Especially considering the SmackDown move and all this other thing, yeah, I, like, I, I do not think it will be around much longer. I think we should we should uh, we should give Two Hundred Five his flowers while it's still here. I'll say that. I don't know. It's not really that great of a roster. I don't know how many flowers I'm gonna give him, but yeah, <laughs> it's uh, when you have Tony Nese and I don't know who he's facing up next, but they might as well just start shuffling in some NXT guys where they had it. Like I figured they would have done that with the shakeup, but uh, apparently they didn't. Um, I haven't seen this week's episode yet. I, I do try to make it, I try and sk- kind of skim through it, but I mean, moving Leo down wouldn't hurt, but then again, Leo, Leo's like, nah, yeah, I'm Leo, off that. I'm off that. Get in the main roster payday. He probably doesn't want to do that anymore. And I'm I get big payday, bro. Like, I don't I'm, off, I'm off that. But uh, yes, um, that is the show. We we ran through everything. This is the I guess it's the last kind of bastion of uh, post mania content. We're gonna be back into these new show or these these brand new looking shows pretty much fully next week, and we'll be able to judge these moves. But I think uh, as a whole, just like looking at the grades, I mean, honestly, Mills, you, you said Raw didn't look that good. I mean, Raw got better grades than SmackDown did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but then you know what? 
it, it bottoms off on on SmackDown pretty quickly. Like yeah. SmackDown's roster itself now. I don't on. think I don't think a lot of things at the top on SmackDown are going to change. You know, no. I think Kevin Owens is still going to be the top. Brian is going to be the top. Kofi's obviously going to be at the top. I think they might shuffle in one more new guy in that. We got, we got Roman. We got Randy. We got yeah. Jeff Hardy on the burner, just in case Jeff Hardy wants to make real money. Um, it's it's. It's you got you got a couple people you got a couple dancers in there you still got Rusev you still got Nakamura on the back burner if you want to do something with them um, I'm sure Laura Sullivan will be a centerpiece somewhere I'm sure Laura Sullivan's getting the push yeah for six months I, these they, they never pan out the push of the cinch I'd be very scared if I was Finn Balor to be honest with you uh, Finn likes Finn. He, they do not need to put him back with with a big lumbering oaf but. That seems you know, to be that, like, yeah. You, um, Raw is cool. I'm interested in Raw next week. See what happens. Yeah, and, and with that, uh, we'll let you guys know what's going to happen on Raw next week and SmackDown uh, when we review the shows next week on the A Show. Of course, as always, follow us at RNC Radio Live. Follow me at OG Johnny Five and Meals at Meals TV. Subscribe to us at SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, Spotify, all of the, the you know great places where you can listen to podcasts. Of course, we have RSPN dropping this Friday for a special playoff edition. We also have a special edition of Late Fees where we are watching every single Marvel film ahead of uh, Avengers Endgame next week. Mills, you, you won't want to miss this one. It's, it's going to be classic. I'm going to definitely tune in. Um, we might have... I don't know if it'll be before the next episode of the A-Show or not, but... Look out for the look out for lookout. That's yeah. all I gotta say about that. We back? We we live? I don't know if we no no, we're not back back, but look out for a new episode of Lookout. Look out for a special episode of Lookout. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And and that's that's everything. Of course, we you know follow us for all of the newest and latest content. Uh and yeah, that is it for the A show this week for meals. I am Justin. Peace out. Happy, damn. Can no. we say it? Is it happy anymore? <sighs> What are we going with now? It's been shaking up. Yeah. I don't know. My champion is still black. Week, week, week two of my champion is still black. Let's keep it going. Till next week. See you.